Cowabunga dudes! Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever! Hey, uh, Ben. Hey, Mike Speakman. Welcome back. Hello. How's it going? As long as you don't yeah. listen to the previous episodes about what well, we Will the real, <laughs> the real Mike Speakman please stand up? Yeah. <laughs> we try to replace it, you, but, you know, the... Uh... I am, um, I'm gutted that uh, I, I missed the episode because um, uh, Leanne and I have been playing, like, a, a video game together recently. Oh, he brought it up. And, and he, has to he brought it up. up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, you know, he, he's thinking that, uh, you know, he's eating a bit. He wants to come into the podcast. He's talking about all this sort of stuff. Uh, so the opportunity when uh, when he was getting on the episode, I was I was pretty gutted that I couldn't miss it. But uh, I thought he, he thinks that he can do what I do, but better. So I thought that I'd let him have a moment to shine before I uh, show why. Uh, I like I like yeah. how they give each other shit, Ben, but they're never on the same episode. It's kind no, of- no, yeah, that's it. no. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like they're like yeah, you know when you see two dogs barking at each other through a gate, <laughs> and you, you open the gate and then they stop barking at each other. And then, anyway, that's you're barking through the gate. At, yeah, uh, yeah. What we what we should do is get them both on an episode and we don't join. <laughs> yes, just that's it. <laughs> We're going to do an episode uh, while we play this video game. Like, we'll have <laughs> topics come up, right? They can flash up on the screen. Yeah. But while we play this video game. So we're trying we're to answer these questions while, while we're to, playing yeah. this game. Oh, good idea. And we then hating each other. We, we could do that. that. Definitely. So we, I think we spent an hour and 20-something minutes with him, and he got three questions in. <laughs> of comic book <laughs> questions. Which was fun. Um, yeah. But hey, hey, uh, that, it actually went really well, and the episodes are really cool too, so I'm glad we got yeah. through them. Uh, and yes. I think he's got a whole bunch of questions that we haven't answered, so we'll just kind of uh, rotate them through the other episodes as we go, because I think there's a lot of value in um, doing more introductory episodes to people I need to collect in, because uh, there's a lot of them out there, right? We yeah. um, we you know as much as we love answering questions, we love ragging on people even better. And uh, uh, we've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, uh, answering questions or not answering questions or ragging on on people. And I think we're probably going to do the the latter in this, aren't we? Oh like, yeah, uh, I was oh, just yeah. This stuff. Oh yeah. Look, I Man. think I think we should close a loop on or not close a loop or, or give an update on the Black Flag comic. Uh, the acetate gate, as it's now called. Um, so when we left it off, they had the first launch and obviously the the not so critical reception, um, and then responses from CGC about how they handle it, and they were pushing on saying at Boston Comic Con they were going to release the second and third books of a similar fashion, and they've upped their price point to one hundred and hundred twenty dollars a book, right? Um, since then, that weekend's come and gone. The guys. The Black Flag comic guys were at the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of forted themselves in behind their banners throughout the convention so that people can't scrutinize them. They left out like little lollipops that's called dum-dums <laughs> on the tables, which <laughs> was probably a reflection of what they think their clientele's like. Um, and also they ended up not launching the those two books. So the 
the Punisher and Deadpool ones, also Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider ones, weren't launched at the event. And I think that's probably due to the backlash. Um, they did quietly have a soft release on their website and then sold out. So I guess the sucker is born every minute. Still, People still, still fucking it, work right? then, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, and they still I showed mean... up on whatnot. So hmm. all in all, they get their money. They just do it through a different channel. Yeah. Insane that though, like if obviously that they've got a product that you know, regardless of like the IQ of these people, they have a product that people want. At what point do you think they can take away from I guess like their name getting dragged through the mud? To... That's a thing. thing. They're not too worried about the hurt that's causing their reputation because they're alienating customers because he was going about the influences with their chiching and having separate priority lines for them and all that stuff. So obviously he doesn't really give a shit about, about his, his end customers. He's probably selling more. Mr. They're Jason probably Wallace. selling more now. Ah, but you know, that goes just goes to show you that, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity, is it? Yeah. Which, yeah. which makes me think, Let's go to. Um, I hope Scott Liston and Co aren't listening. <laughs> let's go. To, let's go and make massive promises or something, and then hugely <laughs> undeliver. That's been that's been that's been our modus operandi since episode one. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny. We're gonna, we're gonna give away yeah, free yes, yeah, free slab comics to every right. second child. <laughs> Growlands and blow up dolls to all children yes, under 18. Yes, 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 I'm yes. currently uh, pulling out all my spare issues of Space Cops and just putting acetate covers <laughs> on the front. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, but, so that's part one of it. So that's the black flag part. So the part we were ragging on quite a bit too is also CGC's response or lack of response, right? Since then, they came out and said, okay, we'll adjust our position. We'll keep it a blue label, but on the label, we'll say, uh, an additional cover and two staples added after manufacturing. So they're kind of calling out that there's a post-manufacturing manipulation on the label, yep. but they, they maintain their position that it's going to be a blue label. That was two days later. Um, obviously, another backlash on from the community. People on, on Instagram were cracking their CGC slabs and giving it away for free and just saying they'll never support them again, which actually forced their hand to yesterday having another soft release on their forum. Of all places, Mike Speakman, forums don't exist anymore. Remember that comment? On their forum, on their forum they came out and said, we've changed our position on them. They're going to be now green labels as qualified books. So they're not blue label anymore. They'll be green labels. So we well, now we have green label, which is fair. Sorry, you're gonna, you have to... Talking to a dub ass here, green label, blue label. Yeah, so Obviously, blue label, blue label, universal label. grade. <laughs> universal grade is blue label, so that means there's nothing wrong with the book, right? Yep. Um, this this is this is what a blue label looks like. Now, yep. with a green label, it's where it says universal. Green label says it's qualified. So qualified means that had the book not had certain defects, it would have been the grade that they gave it. So I've got. Tales of Suspense 39, which is qualified 2.5 because it's missing a staple, ironically, and it's got a married, mm. married page from a different comic inside. So it's a complete book, but it's got a different page inside. So they say it's a 2.5, but it's qualified because they overlook the fact that it's a married page, but they'll call it out on the on the label itself. Yep. So essentially now they're treating those books as a qualified book where they'll say second cover added, 
to staples added after manufacturing and they're making a green qualified. And the thing is the um, green qualified for a book that's printed in 1962 like or 1963, like Tales of Spencer did not, is a lot more forgivable than a book that's printed 60 years later and a month old <laughs> and have yeah, a green label. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, I think there'll be a stain on it to a degree. Mm. And hopefully, oh, absolutely. Hopefully stop other companies from doing the same thing. It might not stop Black Flag because obviously they're incompetent. No, nah, they won't. Uh, but you... Yeah, but but it, you... it, it looks like at least now yeah. sanity's prevailed and they're doing what they were supposed to have done on day one. Well, uh, you think about it, like with like just green label compared to blue label in general, like with any book, um, you, I, I, even though you've got your redacted issues, you know your point fives and stuff like that, which are blue label, you know, you, you also, if it's a book that you care about or that you want, you're someone that will seek out and try and get the best grade possible for the money that you're spending, right? Yep. You know, and that makes sense with everyone. You know, yep. you, you can only buy what you can afford. But you still try and do your best. Yep. With a green label, like as much as, you know, some people don't have that option and they have to buy that because that's what they can afford, there is still sort of, I guess, from my standpoint, like it's not the same. It's sort of like, eh, yeah, it's, it's like stigma, buying like right? a brand new, yeah, it's, it's like buying stigma. an Audi and there's like key scratches down the side of it. Like it's still an Audi, but yeah, you, you open it's up the, Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah you open up the Audi yeah. and there's, a, there's like a Ford. Ford battery or something in it. You're like, oh, it's not really yeah, because yeah. it's um, married. Yeah, so mm. so I so, get that. So uh, I um I ended up interestingly enough, I ended up submitting my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one to CGC that's already signed, knowing it's going to come back a green label. And yeah. I appreciate the stigma attached to the green label, but for me, it's just more about I don't want the the raw book to get fucked up between my other books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, mm. so it's a personal collection. I'm not going to rush to resell it. Um, I didn't know you had a number one. Do you have a number one? What original print? He would have more than one. <laughs> no, I just have one. No, well, this, I just have no, one. Well, how many were there? There was like fucking a thousand of them or something, wasn't it? Stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, mine's second print though. So there were. I think oh, second print. 000. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, thousand, gotcha. uh, five hundred for first print, or thousand five hundred, and then three thousand, yeah. and then ten thousand for third or whatever. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's still cool to have, uh, considering that we got it signed in person in Melbourne and stuff, and so for that, I'm going to have to pay for it with a green label, and that's fine. Um, well, was uh, that the COVID? The COVID? Like yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Just before COVID. That's it. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think first ever book there for me. That's remember, it. It was, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. got it signed by him. Yeah. My initial idea was to mm. take it to him again in during this convention at C San Diego Comic-Con, get him to sign it again, force them to give me a yellow label for the certification, and then usually they put a green strip on top as a qualification. So, so it's kind of a roundabout way to get more yellow than green on the label, but I didn't get to get him to sign it. So. I've never seen that before. So I'll, if I'll it's a qualified book, qualified but it's sign. on like... Yeah. But it's signed. It's still they put the strip on there. Yeah, yeah. So they make the. Yeah, label. I would have imagined that it would have you know like where they have like the writing where it says you know off white you know and all that. I would have thought that if that was the case, that that's what they would do. They'd just put yeah, something yeah. there like extra staple or something yeah. like that. Now, what the the irony is what they would have done likely is they would have had signed by Kevin Eastman, San Diego Comic Con twenty two date, because um, that's certified. And then in addition to that, they'll say also name on cover 
that says Kevin Eastman in brackets or something. I, I would want it to say, like, if you could, like, ask where I go, like, and allegedly signed by Kevin Eastman on allegedly. this alleged date. <laughs> Some faker. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We actually just probably educated Leon because that was one of the questions he would have wanted to ask around comic uh, grading labels. So in his absence, um, we addressed one of the questions. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to go get my Spawn Issue 9 um, graded, certified. Um, Neville did the Todd McFarlane <laughs> signature on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to see if they say, um, if they say Todd McFarlane written on cover. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm actually gonna find it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Can I tell you that story, Ben? Like, what happened is, like, I, I got, Mike got to the phase where he was, was collecting some of the older Spawn comics to try and fill his run, and I yeah. had some, and I had some in my boxes. I'm like, fuck, dude, you can just have them. <laughs> I think one signed, and mm. I just joke, oh, I think one signed. And like, I signed them as the writer, but terribly, <laughs> intentionally terribly. So it doesn't look like it's, it doesn't look like it's trying to be Todd McFarlane. And I'm like, oh, dude, the best thing, the okay, best thing about it though is like back then in, in those, so you're thinking early 90s, uh, McFarlane liked to draw scrolls around. Yeah. His signatures and Neville mm. did like some like shoddy fucking box around it. <laughs> 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 it's the best oh, well. thing ever. Oh, well, well. I will get that graded just to see what it comes back saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dear, dear. But yeah. so the uh, and the infamy continues. So yeah. that's 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 the sort of like you know, like I said, we we put a ring around um, the whole um, black bear comics gate. affair. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I want to add to close this off, and that's going to be a good segue. Um, when all this was happening, CBCS Comics had a big announcement. They the little little <laughs> blocks on their pages, like on Facebook and everything, and they said statement from CBCS: books like these will be treated in this manner. So they were taking the moral high ground about what people wanted to hear, saying yep. had. Black Flag Comics submitted to them, it would have been mm. a qualified label, it would have been called out, and all that sort of stuff. And I actually replied to their posts um, laughingly saying, it's great that you take the moral high ground, but you should also de- start delivering the service people pay for. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Like, the because next... books take over a year at the moment with them, right? The next yeah. post is books like these get shipped to Dallas and then elsewhere with no <laughs> ETA on a ride. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. So it is a good segue because they were just a week ago, they were trying to save face and taking the moral high ground and showing how much better they're on CGC. And all of a sudden, here we are with today's news that, um, you know, they lost 387 books of one of their biggest customers, yeah. Clan McDonald's. Mm. Man. What yep. a shit show. What a shit show. And yeah. and not just that, uh, oh, we, it was accidentally lost. It is literally evidence that they sent books off-site to people's houses. Um, yeah. So they're reliant on what, couriers and postal workers to not damage books that might be worth thousands to somebody's house wow. where they're going to sit and eat you know, their macaroni and cheese while they're fucking great books. What hygiene... You know, I don't. I can't fucking comprehend how this works. Exactly. You but, just don't know. But then at uh, the same time, like, I think probably the worst thing about all of it is you've got these books that have been gone for however long, like a long time those books got sent out. And like it said in that statement from Claire McDonald, 
is they were getting news and word of books that were sent later arriving, you know, at their destination and where they're meant to be yeah, going after yeah. getting slabbed. Yeah. And then the whole time they're getting like pushed to the side and going, oh, someone will deal with you at some point. And there's every excuse under the sun thrown their way. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it just makes you think, shouldn't it at that point, that issue should take precedent with the company? Like, they should get to the bottom of that above all else at that point? Yeah, and you know what they're going to do. They're going to scapegoat the whole fucking thing, right? Because obviously mm. COVID, COVID happened. Um, it was during a golden period where their turnaround time was faster than CGC and everybody pivoted to CBCS because they thought, oh, these guys are going to turn other books around quicker. Meantime, they had all these crises in the background where they lacked infrastructure, capability, fucking um, expertise, everything that they needed to do to cater for the, the volume of books they received. And um, yeah, they just obviously took the the short shortcuts and try to do what they do and nobody they thought that they, they likely thought they could get away with this because mm. in all in all all their staff might have ndas in place so that they, they send it to their houses and they have a gentleman's agreement that the books are going to return intact and they didn't keep records right um, so it's and- like uh you know fake it till you make it is yeah. is yeah. is the sort of thing i've I've so many questions about this so oh, many like Okay. There's okay, so many so, things that it, are wrong with it. So, so yeah. Clay McDonald, they they gave that big statement that I sent you guys, but mm-hmm. they yeah. also they also posted an email response from the president of CBCS saying we are hopeful we're going to find your book still. Just don't stress too much. And this is a year after him starting to kick up a fuss. <laughs> so for a year yeah. they still have fun and they still hopeful. Now what I'm thinking the scapegoating is going to happen is the previous president. Um, I ironically, I don't know if you guys remember, but I posted a posted that a, a photo of somebody walking away. You know that Hollywood um, scene where you walk away from an explosion behind you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I posted that on Instagram, and I said, mm. I actually posted this saying that is Steve Barak leaving CBCS because it's <laughs> it's fucking destroyed behind him, and he's moving, yeah. yep. and he's becoming the president slash CEO of my comic shop, which is the biggest comic reseller in comic. In the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. I'm like, he's leaving that shit show that he's created to go and take over a company that's actually got a good reputation. Um, that's like nothing what, like falling up, is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and that's but, it. But mm. isn't isn't this going to be a convenient excuse by the this current president mm. and the current guys to say oh, yeah. like this all happened under Steve? This was a Steve problem. It's not a my problem. We'll try and fix it, oh, yeah. and we'll guarantee around it to make sure it doesn't happen again, and we'll do mm. express shipping and blah 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 to save face. But it's I would normally say yes. Their reputation. I would mm. normally say yes. However. In the statement that Claire McDonald put out where they were talking to the president about sorting this out and the fact that, like, the president basically goes, like, like, there's nothing mm. worse than there's just no that. Taking responsibility, I, I, I understand yeah. mm. that he doesn't have mm. to micro or even macro manage anyone and he could be basically clueless. Who cares? Mm. Like, that's besides the point. The fact that that's an answer that he gave, he should have been calling out to Karen and Susan and whoever he like works under him. You know, get me a fucking answer so that I can get back to this guy. He looks good in the meantime going, oh, here's your answer that you're after. This is what we're doing, yeah. even though he has no fucking idea. But the fact that he's just like shrugging and going like, I don't know what happened to your book. To hear that from the absolute pinnacle is probably the most... 
like mm. disgusting thing a company could well, do. Well, the thing that looked, looked, uh, 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 you know, the big, the big price tag you pay for CEOs, presidents, whatever, is that they assume responsibility for every part of the business. Now, there's yeah. no, in my, it's my belief. With uh, a, tell a that to Qantas. Like that. Tell it to fucking yeah, Qantas. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, fuck here's Alan your, Joyce. Here's your, here's your $50 voucher if you're a frequent flyer. You can. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> drive it into the That's ground. That's going to pay anyway. for my 30 kilo okay. check-in. <laughs> let's, 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 let's focus. Focus our, let's focus our rage on the topic at hand, right? Which is... Fucking Qantas. <laughs> all right. Yes. Anyway, um... So lots of questions. First of all, Clan McDonald, you're talking to Ignoramus here, remember? Okay, yeah, um, the no, exposition good. guy. So, so Clan McDonald, they, well, are they a, col- a collective of yeah, buyers or something well, like that? No, it's it, it's a person, right? He started, oh really? Okay. He started a, a facilitation company where he's like, I know you can't come to to New York Comic Con and San Diego. Um, I've got the contacts in the mm. industry. Send me your books. And I'll get it signed, similar to what I do with mm-hmm. freelancers around Australia, right? Mm-hmm. So he does mm-hmm. it in America at scale. But also, yep. what he does is he's created relationships with artists where he'll go to Rob Liefeld's house or uh, Marit's house or somebody. And in addition to taking books, they'll also do book launches and be like, well, we've got first print or first appearance of this character. Um, he's here for four hours, order it. And he'll be live on his phone. Like I've done this with, with Plan McDonald, where he's standing at, um, he was at Brian Paluto, Lady Death's. Uh, table showing all mm. the books, so he literally takes his camera and he talks to it. Yeah, and it was then really good. Then his his son takes orders with a second phone as people say, "I'll have one, I'll have one," and he does it like on the fly, right? And while he was doing that, I actually talked on the, I chatted, and he's like, "Oh, Nev," and I tapped him on his shoulder, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "You would fucking do and that." He was like, he's like, "Oh, it's you." So, so I've actually fucking met him, and I really know he's a really fucking cool guy, man. Yeah. So he's built this. Okay, he's so built this over the years, Ben. He's it started, so, yeah, 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 started yeah. as a small thing to the point where it's his business, it's his livelihood. He's quit his jobs. His kids kind of work for him. So it's not like he doesn't have an empire of fifty people working for him. He's got his daughter and his yep. son. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah, the family business, and that's why they call it Clam McDonald. And um, uh-huh. they just they just proud of what they do. Their customer service. Yeah, yeah. So I can I, imagine how I, how much this hurts for a place that probably yeah. relies entirely on their reputation. Yeah. You know, because because even mm. if, even if CBCs gets to fix his 400 books somehow long term is he going to mm-hmm. stick with them what's his options for signature facilitation and grading for his customers mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. his, his livelihood could likely be fucking ruined by one one company's ignorance it's just and and yeah. sadly as well regardless of how well he handles this or not reputation has been tarnished like it can't not be yeah yep i got more there'll questions be people that won't buy I am very lucky because yep. I actually sent books to him twice this year. He got a sign and return from CBCS because he's got a wholesale account. But mine didn't yep. go missing, lucky. Um, so more questions, just just yes. on the industry, the industry proper. Okay, so we're talk, we're talking about incredibly, potentially incredibly valuable books. You know, yep. kind of there's uh, there's almost oh, you, yeah. you would argue that there's potentially no ceiling on the the value of these books, Correct. right? Yep. Yeah. So. Once they leave your hands and they're in possession of the organization, who covers insurance? And like, so because I think if, if someone's covering insurance, because they should be, it's a fucking, yeah. you know, I mean, it's a physical item that, yeah. that, that any, any, any um, environmental changes to that, you know, yeah. to yeah. It, it affects its value. So, yeah. you know, so, someone should be underwriting that. And then if you're absolutely. underwriting it, you're, 
you're underwriting it for the period of time that you're absorbing that risk. Yeah. So therefore, you know, the longer it takes them to get around to doing something because they're hopelessly undermanned or under resourced, whatever, whatever. You know, there's yeah. there's got to be the flip side of that, which is uh, uh, absolutely you know, dollars, dollars, absolutely. You know. absolutely. So, how the process works? If if at the moment, if today, if I send stuff to C CGC in the portal where I submitted, whether it's CBCS or CGC, they you have to declare a value for the comic, and mm -hmm. that value, if you take it a ten thousand dollar comic and you declare it for four hundred dollars because you want to pay a service fee that's lesser than ten thousand mm. you're going to carry that risk because what they'll do is they'll insure it for that four hundred dollars that you have declared it as so you might save you know, 20 bucks or 30 bucks on service fee because it's a lower tier book but if something goes wrong either in their premises or during shipping they're only going to give you 400 bucks so the onus is on you to make sure that declaration's right now that is the relationship between me and the and the graders directly when you use facilitators it becomes a bit much grayer subject because i'll insure the package if it's a ten thousand dollar book i'll insure a ten thousand dollar book to clan mcdonald or rich hen or whoever does a facilitation while it's in their hands i have no authority over this they must have public liability insurance and professional indemnity insurance and all that other type of stuff to cover it. That's why I don't mm. necessarily send stuff. Like I've had opportunities to get Brave and Bold 28 signed, First Appearance of Justice League signed by one of the creators, but I didn't want to send it there because I know it changes hands three or four times before it goes to CGC. Um, despite them ha having or not having insurance, I don't want to take those risks. Mm. So for somebody because like Because you know Steve you're not getting that book back. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing, right? So it, it might take three months before it even gets to CGC and then it's got to go through the process and then come back. Um, with something like Claire McDonald, what they do, and I'm sure they have insurance, is uh, they've got an online portal form similar to uh, CGC and CBCS where you fill it in, you tick a box and all that type of stuff. So to a degree, I think they, and they've called it out, they keep really meticulous record of it. They take photos of the books that they submit. They know the values. So I think he's confident in knowing what's missing, but and also, apparently, one third of it or 100 of those books are his own books that he was going to sell because he does sell. He submits mm -hmm. them in lots and sell it because that's also money on the side, right? Because then people don't have yeah. to wait for grading. Um, mm -hmm. But it, as luck would have it, a lot of it, it sounds like two thirds of it are fucking do you poo books. So, as much as I love Clan McDonald and everybody else, I don't put value on those books. <laughs> um, and I don't think they're necessarily worth slabbing in the first place because they are. Artificial rarities. It's this. So, so what, what is, I was what wondering is... what word you're gonna use then. <laughs> yeah, no, but isn't is it was it it's the Mar um, Mar Marat that Marat, turned around yeah. and said that they will um yeah so they're gonna like, cover them or something yeah, like yeah. that. So to a degree that even that they covered. So um that leaves the delta, and that's the delta Ben that I think the whole world should be concerned about because it could be books that people send to him for John Romita signatures or Roy Thomas signatures or you know some big creator from the seventies where the books are worth mm. in the thousands because I send him books right and like I said I'm really lucky it came back and um, you, you just don't know so it could be some rogue fucking qualifier or grader who decided hey man I could send these back or I can sit on hundred books and sell them on eBay and I make, don't know man. You money. know, I'm a noob. I'm a noob to all of this, but there just sounds like so many holes in this industry. You know what I mean? There is, There's there so... is, and the the biggest thing with the industry, and it's probably with well, it would be with every collection mm. or anything like that, is you have to start somewhere. You have to be a beginner 
you have to learn and it, and as hard as it sucks like it sucks to say it you're gonna make mistakes and like so they're gonna mm. do things like they're gonna go and make these mistakes they won't insure it they won't do this mm. they'll trust it they'll buy it you know and so it's, it's still going to happen but it does suck that it happens and then like i touched on before like the fact is that this will hurt Clam McDonald, even though it shouldn't. It's out of their control. It will, and it'll be. It will be interesting to see. It'll impact their future business for sure. Yeah, and then yeah. it'll be interesting to see what their future business looks like. You know, what signing opportunities they get. You know, if they're going to oh, go look, with. I think. All I think the that. thing so... about. I'm I'm catching up, but I think the thing about the, this story here is that. Uh, Apart from imbuing maybe trust on an organisation that didn't deserve it, what 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 could you see that they've done that they should have done differently? Clan McDonald, that is. There's nothing. Oh, they, they, they they've no. done everything right, and that's yeah. right. That's what I mean. So I think so I think I'm they're very professional artists. Yeah, but that's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. Is that when you when you're sort of assessing um, the, their reputation? Sure, they've been stung by this, by guilty by association, but not through their doing. Probably put through putting their trust in an organisation that was probably growing, had growing pains, put it that way. You know what I yeah. mean? The, the, and the growing pains, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm but curious. But they're not like, growing what, what pains you... that they should have had, though. That's the only well, thing, though. I think, is, I think the company's is, not new. They've been around for 15 years, CBCS. That's the problem. Yeah. 20 years. So... Yeah, but I think I think what you could argue, and you touched on it yourself, is that this unprecedented growth that they had over COVID just because of you know, so many of these uh, of our hobbies turning to within the house, outside of the house, which saw values and all this stuff go up and, and the desire to get this stuff done that you can do from your computer remotely, blah, 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 done. You know, what? so if, if you, you would attract their, 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 um, their takings, you know, or their, their, their um, uh, what's it called? Their turnover. Yeah. Um, uh, over the last couple of years, as a correlation to how busy they were being, how many how many jobs they were doing, I don't know what they call them, jobs, yeah, yeah. slabs, whatever. You know? <laughs> well, if you think their yeah. one customer is twenty five thousand, it tells you yeah. that they're not they're not a two bit organization. Yeah, but that's that's, that's what I mean. I, I guess I, I guess when when I start thinking about that, for me to sort of fully understand, it's like you know what's what's the what's the company turnover per year. How many employees do they have? You know, what's the infrastructure like? Uh, what what are their physical assets? Is, is it all run out of people's houses? And you know, or is there? It a, seems yeah, like, like it, and that's the problem yeah. right now. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it is a bit of a fake it till you make it. That's what I feel at, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? And I fucking wish we could get Roger on here for two minutes right now to tell because we spoke about this during the debrief episode of San Diego, where I said. CGC's got two 20-meter stands where they've got facilitators, they've got witnesses, they've got people accepting your comics, and then you go to CBCS and it's a two-meter table with one dude and just a fucking banner, and he's doing everything in pen and pencil. And, and mm. that, that is exactly the visual representation of now what I know CBCS is yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that it. Mm. Interesting, interesting indeed. Um, it's it's the hardest thing to sort of like see as well is just there are going to be books that people won't get back 
Mm, yeah. But like I reading, but then I read the comments of people um, responding to his text. Everybody, everybody, even people who have books with him for that period of time, we know they're likely part of the group that's missing. Um, they're all really fucking good about it. They're all understanding yeah. because we've all been through that with them and we understand their quality of service and their pride that they take in delivering it for us. And it is a risk, right? Like there is a risk that every time I send a book, something could go wrong. So to have another, yeah, we all know it. And yet to have that facilitator in the middle, that's going to take, take it to another level of complexity, complexity. Yeah. So yeah. what, what, and how do you just, just again, I'm, I'm, I'm really showing my ignorance here. You know, what is the preferred method for like transporting these books? If you were, say you were to get to like something that's $10,000, $10,000 <laughs> and, and above. Yeah. 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 But that's what I mean. It, yeah. it, it reaches oh my God. Point you go. Yeah. I, I use um, FedEx priority for mine. I don't trust yeah. Australian Post. I don't trust. Oh, sorry. Mm. I used to use FedEx Priority. I use DHL Express now. Um, and it costs a fucking arm and a leg from Australia to there. But when you're sending a yeah. 5K book or like when I send 12 copies of Ultimate Fallout 4, including mm. the variant, that was $50,000 of books leaving my front door. I was shitting and myself. And you can deserve to like refresh, lose refresh, one or refresh, two. Refresh, 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 <laughs> yep. refresh. Well, I got yeah. another one yesterday, so it's okay. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's now, <laughs> now could have been eleven. Can we even fucking yeah. talk about that? That's for another. That's for another. Nah, that's for another episode. Yeah, we've got it. I'm not uh, ready for that sort of anger right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always felt good, from, like you know, like we could do a ten minutes debrief good. after this. Mm. <laughs> I um, I always felt good. You know, I had like two or three of them, and I was always like stoked. I'm like, I got these at good prices and all this. And Neville just always just has to somehow like shit on me somehow. I was like, "Oh, you got three? Yeah. That's cute. Look at my twenty-three <laughs> copies of the same book." Uh, I, I, yeah. I, there's still people in Australia with more than me, and because I sell mine, man, I don't keep them all. It's like all quite mm. everyone; they're all collateral. Uh, I'll, um, but I'll it's good you, when I get them cheap. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give, give me, you the cost give me three that, bucks. That give me three box. bucks, and I'll find you one. <laughs> Yes, I'll, I'll pay the cost of that short box, and I'll just take that one comic, and then you paid for everything else in that box. Uh, <laughs> I don't like we weren't that. as lucky with our um, with our long boxes with nothing but out quest in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a bad juju, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, I, know. Like I, I felt that when, when Neville's telling me about his latest score, I'm like, motherfucker, I've lost, I've lost my shirt investing in in a treatment for cancer right on the stock market <laughs> so for some some really cutting edge break it there that's what you get for being right? selfless yeah <laughs> you <laughs> fucking rape some poor ignoramus of his fucking short <laughs> like no. hey, anyway. he sent a message thanking me for my for my for my uh company and chat and he's smoking a cigarette because you just fucked him up the ass hard <laughs> he was confused when neville turned around and said no thank you <laughs> i feel i feel i need to explain this to you guys so i'll tell you the story right like okay, most, and most just, of just just rewind one second yeah the, the 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 gentleman you purchased it from i yep. called him an ignoramus he's not is a generous person who who was just uneducated in maybe the true value of what he was um, selling. Do you, do you know? And and it goes back to. Hey, but, but we... look, look, but Miles Morales, right? 
oh, I'm letting the, the, the thing. That, that's changed so quickly in value that you only have to stop oh, looking at it. Years, for... right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a couple of hundred a few years ago. But yeah. um, I, think, I think there's still a very distinct difference between people who collect to read and people who collect to invest. And sometimes the harmony struck when you do both. And you'll, you'll happily exploit the difference between the um, two. <laughs> 100%. I've like, seen I, that happen in I was, person. I was, I was at his house for over an hour, and he told, told me his favorite characters. He showed me the favorite books. There's stuff he wasn't going to sell. Mm. And he mostly kept all his trades and all that type of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, right. So... But but anyway, we're we're making the assumption that all of us are motivated by value, not emotional oh, yeah, investment. Yeah. yeah. And, so I understand. I do understand. And I think yeah. I think having chat to to the seller on Messenger on the way there because it took a day and a half before I got to his house. Um, I realized mm. that you know he's been collecting for fifteen years. He's an ex-reader who kind of stopped reading, elapsed, um, and he just wanted to get rid of it because he's in between moving, blah blah blah. Um, yeah. I might or might not have stalked him to see which groups he's in or which, because yeah, obviously when you mm. go to people's profiles, that tells you you got groups in common or pages in common and stuff. And mm-hmm. he wasn't on any of the comic uh, selling pages anyway. So when I got there, I actually asked him, my, my, and also prepping for this, I went a little bit more incognito than I usually would, because uh, I had a good feeling. So I had no growl out to shit on. Hiding my comic tattoos. You know, like what I like though, oh, is I can imagine a hundred percent that it would have been like you know the start of the Jetsons, where like George Jetson gets his wallet out and like <laughs> each of the family members takes it. Never was that person. He looks and sees, oh, he's not in any of the groups. Takes two hundred dollars out of his wallet. Oh yeah, I'm going in incognito. Take out another two hundred dollars. Sorry, mate, I've only got three hundred dollars here. Like when you take that, it's all I've got. Uh, I wanted to drive a Linus car, so I don't have Hulk one at one number plate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so long, long he fucking would. Long story short, parked five houses away, walked in the rain. Mm. <laughs> uh, yep. Got there. And really good chat, man. Talked about all things comics, movies, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Played with the cats. Mm. Um, and then he brought out the comic books. And he's like, and true to God, he's like, I went to the comic shops where I bought them from. He had Comics R Us comics. He had, I think, some all-star mm. comics. And he's like, I want to sell my comics. And they're like, oh, we don't, take, we don't just buy comics. Bring us the lists and we'll go through it. So he actually... Got demotivated he from tried. selling it. Yeah, he, tried. he tried. Yep, yep. Uh, and then I'm like, what about? <laughs> and then I'm like, what about Facebook groups? And he's like, I joined Facebook groups, and I actually posted photos of the boxes, and it was just too hard because everybody wants me to catalog stuff and price it individually, and I don't want to do that. And he's like, mm. literally, all I want to do is sell these comics. And he just wants to move, move the books. So and I'm you're like, like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm your guy, right? I'm your guy, and the. The understanding was he wants to sell it by the short box type of thing, right? Yep. Um, I can imagine. I could just imagine as Neville's flicking through and he sees there's some big ticket items in there. He's like that guy from American Psycho when it gets handed that crisp vanilla bits of discard. He just yeah. <laughs> it's like, they call that cool. parchment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I have. I swear on my life. I swear on my life. I've watched Neville use so many different tactics. In like, I've gone to houses with Neville. I've gone to shops with Neville's. Where you you watch right? Like you can physically see it on Neville's face when he's found. 
Alana so Alana like, right? He lights up. But all of a sudden, this is his biggest tell, is he walks around and he'll have no comics in his hand whatsoever for the first 45 minutes. Not a single fucking thing. He'll pick up things, put it back down. <laughs> he'll find that book. Right, that one book. All of a sudden, in the span of five seconds, he's holding another twenty books just for that one mm. to be in there. Exactly <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's, he, even though he's only gone through half the shop, he's ready to leave. So <laughs> he's gone up. Hey, mate, just these ones. You've got, you yeah. know, like a Hulk one eighty one in the middle there. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I've just got, you know, these are just <laughs> issues of Dazzler and Mockingbird. Like, you're sweet. So like they go through and they go, oh, okay, fifty cents a book. He goes, yeah, great, awesome. See you. And then like they go, oh, do you want a receipt? He's like, no, no paper trail. And they always think it's weird when he says no paper trail <laughs> until they realize what he's got. Uh, so, so kind of that's what happened last night. What happened is like um, I went through the first three, two boxes, and they were shit house comics, man. L- literally, just I'm like, I drove all year for, for all the way here. At least I got some chicken nuggets on the way, type of thing. Um, and then when I hit one or two good books, <laughs> his, his weigh-ins going really well. <laughs> he had chicken nuggets. <laughs> the weigh-in was this morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of the contributor to the way. Anyway, it was so, um... anxiety eating. It was anxiety eating, was it? It was like, oh, I'm a nervous eater and I'm going to eat chicken nuggets and I'm going to poo until I, I find out my, my curiosity is sated. Uh, anyway, okay, pray continue. Anyway, All right, so, so there you go so there. So I pull out some books. The guy and... doesn't even know his ass is being lubed up at this stage. And, and... <laughs> Neville doesn't lube. He just goes in dry. <laughs> Um, but also, I, w- I wasn't convinced I wanted to buy a box full, right? I, I don't want to buy a short box full comic, so I took out the ones that I wanted. Um, there was about 15 or 20, and I disguised it with 15 or 20. As Mike said, you don't just take I told them, you. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You pad them a little bit. <laughs> and um, then I'm like, dude, I just want to buy these. I don't want to buy a whole box. And he's like, the whole box. And he's like, oh, I want to sell the whole box. It's 30 bucks a comic, or you can buy the whole box full. 500 and i did the maths i'm like there's 170 in a short box that's three dollars a comic so if mm-hmm. i buy 20 something for 30 bucks i pay 600 or a couple of hundred for the entire short box um so i ended up taking the box and i took all the extras around it and to be fair like working it backwards like that means if it's three bucks a book i, I ended up getting daredevil one to 30 i get a lot of stuff i wanted to read but obviously within that was the the really good books too so um we both we both left happy i mean i he got the money he wanted i got the book mm-hmm. i i can now imagine 100 this guy's gonna listen to the podcast right and yeah. after listening to it he's gonna be like mendoza 100 <laughs> <laughs> like, you think he's left happy but it's like going mm. like, hey you know you just got rid of that ten thousand dollar charizard pokemon card you know yeah. like, it's like, oh what <laughs> yep yep but, but look yeah, you know yeah. the, the thing about it is we've, we've talked many times about the the pitfalls and whatever is that look as far as the universe is concerned, in, in, in a very, very algorithmically compressed way, exactly what Neville says. That guy's happy. He's happy. He he doesn't know. His he English, he upsold right? me. He Ooh. upsold me, and I went for it. Mm. I was yep. happy to walk so away. He's happy. He's happy, and Neville's happy. 
happy yeah. days. Yeah. If someone were to educate him, that might change it. But you know, I'm <laughs> sure he'd, he'd retrospectively be angry. He'd he ret- would, and but he and, wouldn't have a case. Yes, the deal is done. Do I feel a little bit sad that I did it? Probably. Um, no, you don't. But at the same yep. time, I called out. I called out. Oh, this is first appearance of Miss Marvel, and this is first I, appearance look, of Captain Marvel. I called it out. I didn't try and hide you, the fact that I'm Are you I'm serious? Like you would have been like, "Oh my god, it's the first no, appearance." No, no, no. I didn't actually, hear actually, anything. I was, I was pretty nice because the book, the books he didn't want to sell included like first appearance of Bishop and shit like that. I'm like, "Oh, this is it." Yeah. And it, it's still at a comic. And you're like, "Oh, you know, this is just this is just the first appearance of Miss Marvel." You know. Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, yes, that, the that movie flies. Right. So, so oh, yeah, man. No. Some people like it. I could give it or take it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah. So, so really, having having got to those and and some really key runs, right? Like, so the entire Hawkeye, Kate Bishop run, the um, obviously Avenging Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, Ultimate Fallout. Um, the first Thunderbolts, all of those books were in there. You got some was, beautiful books in that. Yeah. Like but I was it, looking it, at those photos. But... I, I was I was thinking about it earlier today, and I'm like, the only modern Grail that's not there is actually Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen. Like, yeah. Mm. Like like all the other ones. Yeah. Vengeance. That was probably in the America Chavez box that you didn't yeah. check. So, Which is well, he did leave some books. Did, did you look at every long box, Kev, uh, Nev? No, no. Well, look I, I looked box? at I looked at the stuff he's selling. I didn't look at the stuff because he said he's got Invincible and and uh, Walking Dead that he's not selling. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Like, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to force his hand. Um, so maybe it was there. But also, when I asked about, did you try selling to comic shops, or when he told me he tried selling, comics, and I asked him, did you try selling on Facebook? He's like, yeah, I've been on Facebook on the groups. He actually told me people came to his house and bought two or three comics. So people, wow. people, what? people had already gone to his house and bought two or three comics, and he has got more people there tonight. So Mm-mm. obviously, yeah. Well, obviously I mentioned people... me buying. <laughs> I go around there and go, man, the fucking dude didn't have any Barbie shit at all. I just that's like that. Look, look, look. I, if if he was if he was fresh, uh, what I mean by fresh is if 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 you were in the first level of that. I could understand there might be, I don't know, uh, inference that, that that maybe, you know, you had got the better part of that deal. We well, have. There's no doubt about that. Oh, but from, a moral, from a moral point of view. Straight up hustled this guy. Yeah, from a moral point of view, you're like the fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth person in. Like so, you exactly. by rights you you exactly. should have had yeah. no right. You should have had no right to get any cream at all. You know exactly. Yeah. I mean, like you're literally mm. you let everyone have mm. their chance of taking the last slice of mm. pizza. No one took it, <laughs> so it's yours. <laughs> yeah. So yep. what I thought, I thought when I was thinking of the only one missing was Gwen Stacy. Somebody probably got there, saw it. He said it's thirty bucks. They just said fuck it. I'm taking it and running, and they just. Out of there. Yep. Oh, absolutely! Because absolutely. Like I said, because he had Spider you, Island, Spider Verse, all that, yeah. all that run, right? So I was like, yeah, it's gonna. But be- you're, you're saying you, you, the, 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 do you think the carcass has been picked clean, or can Mike run around there and get sloppy seconds? I always pick <laughs> Neville's carcasses. Mike's got a little catfish. But- but in saying that, tell me that I, I still don't find stuff after you've pillaged through it. I can still find stuff. Okay, just... yeah, firstly, absolutely. let me apologise. Let I, me apologise for saying sloppy seconds because that's a horrible misogynistic thing to say. <laughs> it harks back to my childhood 
and in the 80s, all right? I'm a victim of my environment and my upbringing in the 80s. Don't hold it against me. Oh, Plus, right. we we established that it wasn't even seconds. It was like more like, you know, six <laughs> or seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, all right, all right. so, yeah, so to a degree, I mean, he got his money. I didn't expect. I didn't really expect to find anything because you often go to these things. Um, Leon, I, me, myself, and Leon went to went to go buy stuff, and the dude had like forty short boxes, and we spent like eighty bucks and bought twelve comics. Just yeah, yeah. We went right. Um, so you don't go into this feeling like you're going to score every time. Um, no. I had a good feeling yesterday, and I told Leon on the way there. I've got a good feeling purely because of the fact that um, the guy's been trying to sell, and he, he said, you know, he said some titles and stuff so i was like yeah it's gonna be good so i'm happy about that um so i'll just upgrade the ones i've got where i don't have it the other thing as well is is and one that one aspect of this that can't be denied is that you've spent a whole freaking lifetime uh accumulating a knowledge about value right um yeah which you, you know so like for me I could have the same opportunity, right? And I'd walk away with a pile of shit because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you, if you put the yards in, you've been very focused in in your hobby slash pastime, whatever, yeah, yeah. for your whole lifetime. So these are the type of opportunities that present themselves to you when you have that knowledge at your disposal, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you could, like I said, you could present me the same opportunity and I would walk away with a long box full of shit, you know? <laughs> Like, <laughs> You'd be the last guy at his house. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Sloppy twelve. You'd make a loss. You'd make a loss. <laughs> yeah, make a loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have some pretty so, wallpaper to, and, to wallpaper my study with. Um, yeah, and, but yeah, but yeah, just so, his approach was like thirty bucks mm-hmm. a comic, which is a deterrent. Yep. But also incentivization to buy a whole box, and then when you buy the box and you can assemble the box, um, it was good. Yeah, it was worth. What are you saying? $30 a comic. Did he know any, I mean, despite the fact that you said, you know, like you're saying, our oh, first appearance of like Miss Marvel and all this. Did he? It have, was irrelevant. Had to he, it. it was irrelevant. To he it. was just still saying like $30, like, and it could have been like a piece of shit book yeah, that had no 100%, value. 100%. And, and the wow. thing is, it, 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 he's not an ignoramus. Like, he, he's probably seen more of the comic movies than I have. I haven't seen Morbius. We talked about Morbius. We talked about. Venom 2, we talked about all the shit that I've never watched, as well as the stuff we've watched. Like, he was on par. You haven't seen Morbius? Fuck. No. I haven't Uh, either. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Morbius, the only thing I take about from Morbius is that when he's, like, attacking people, he looks like a cat popping up a hairball. That's... Could (laughs) be why I haven't watched it. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. It could also be because it's the second lowest ranked Marvel movie after uh, well, the Fantastic movie. Four reboot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah also, but, also know, Sony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, okay. So, so you've you've gone the you've you've done well. Um, drop some money. I, I, you drop some money. He's happy. You're happy. We love hearing the story. And, we and, all we, and the, we the live beautiful part is like through there. Yeah, mm. the beautiful part is like he took care of it. Right, everything's bag and boarded and pristine. Which is the best yeah. part of all of it. Yeah. Like Neoman yeah. plus plus type of stuff, right? I yeah. I can't find even like I was going through Ultimate Spider Man one to twenty. I can't find spine ticks on it. Like did he mm. even fucking read these books? It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. So 
it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm very happy with the buy. So you'll you'll, you'll sell me ultimate Fallout Four for the price you paid for it. Excellent, thank you, <laughs> Neville. Yeah, it'll be my twenty years fourth. of experience. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I showed you orangutans that time. Remember? <laughs> Where are my orangutans? I don't have one at home though, Ben. Uh, I could show you a drawing of an orangutan now. That's a I'll bad idea. I'll stop you an orangutan yeah. for an ultimate flight for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. It has to be toilet train. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to ask you guys. Give me your verdict about. CGC and then backtracking to the point where they're giving people what they want just to save face. What do you think about that? Do you think, uh, as a closing argument, do you think well, I don't think it's doing the right thing for the losing. sake of it? Well, I think I think. Look, the... uh, we'll get to CBCs because I want to ask you. The same yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I think that when you're when when you're going in business especially business in this modern era you've got to be there has to be innovation and all that type of thing and finding new markets and finding new ways to present things um and i think as you feel those processes out you'll discover what is accepted by the public and what is repugnant and i think a lot of the times it's very hard to predict what people's reaction is going to be to it. Yeah. Like when I say people, I think as far as a community, I, I think that, you know, things that sound fantastic around a board table or a, or a meeting um, can be uh, massively different from the reaction that the, the public give it because it's a very organic thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that I can understand. And then, then you go into this whole face saving thing, like, oh, we're fucked up. How, what's what's our path? What's our exit strategy for this? You know, yeah. um, but the fact uh, that they don't uh, make formal announcements via newsletters or their marketing fucking artifacts that they have to their to their, their um. What's funny? It's kind of so. All they do is they do a soft little communication in a forum, hoping people spread yeah. the word. And also yeah, backtracking you're, three you're, times. You know, first, first yeah. they said we stand by our position. Mm. Then they said, okay, we'll add something on the label. And then they say, okay, we'll make it a green label. So th- it's literally like watching UFC round five, where you're punching the guy into submission, to the mm. point where they're like, you know what? Maybe mm. we did fuck up. Maybe we should yeah. say something. And that's what they've done. So yeah, I think but a lot of people I, I think, lost respect for them. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure, for I sure. Have. But I think, I think, I think on top of that. Probably your your opinion of it, Neville, in particular, because you're a corporate guy. Though. I mean, that's that's your day job. Yeah, you reflect on the type of professionalism professionalism you have in in other industry, and maybe you, kind yeah. of that's a little more liberal in this because it's it's fucking comic books. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's <laughs> a know? it's a billion dollar market comic book, so they're business. Yes, in yeah, industry, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it, it's a different beast because of your because of what you you perceive you can get away with, you know, with yeah, your yeah, um, yeah. with with, with your they, clients, yeah, yeah. They think mm. they think they're all fucking McDonald's drive-through customers. That's what they think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are we are the center of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's yeah. because that's I think it, 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 I guess the 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 um if you look at other industries and what would be a an analogy for this, it might be maybe how Facebook treat people. You know. Because there's this. Don't there's say dropping bombs. 
<laughs> yeah, yes, don't say that. But you know what I'm saying is that kind of like, well, what yeah. else are your choices? You've got to sort of yeah. suck what we – like we'll try to be a morally upstanding, yeah. but at the end of the day – you're going to fucking choke down what we offer you because what are your options, really? Yeah, you know? yeah, and they're too busy taking themselves on the back, patting themselves mm. on the back to really test the waters, right? Yeah, but that's <laughs> my just my, my... So Michael Thornley just literally posted the acetate gate, the, the post from CGC on Growlanters. While we're talking about it, he posted the, the formal uh, response from them or the third formal response <laughs> Funny. Well, we have to get him on, obviously, because he's some sort of augurist. He's a he's a, a, a soothsayer. <laughs> he's he's, 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 he's a man the future. Yeah. One, he's, one, he's, one thing, one thing yeah. I forgot to mention, and we didn't yeah. touch on, which will mm. Um, mm. Mike Mike will probably enjoy this, is the fact that while all of this was going on, so if you remember, go back to Black Flag letting the whatnot the whatnot is the platform where they auction on right so the whatnot mm. influencers were cutting the line and cgc was grading the books before the launch day before they were even released right so after the after the backlash that black flag and whatnot influencers got cgc had a launch day as a channel on whatnot where they had jim lee and a bunch of guys on the whatnot platform in video format giving away mm. books and talking about comics with the same influences that people are fucking hating on at the moment. And yeah. it's just like they're so detached from reality that they thought this was mm. a good idea. And you look at the hundreds of comments on Instagram and Facebook on the CGC and the whatnot pages saying, this is the worst timing and the worst idea ever because you're hurting your brand yeah. by associating a grading company that should essentially be independent authority on comics. And what you're mm. doing is now you're associating yourself with sales and auctions. Yep. So, what's your kickback? Why are you doing this? And yeah, I don't, I don't think they're getting it, man. I don't, I think they. No, nah. because like you, like you said, they're they're, they're kind of like um, expunging the, um, the the influences of any guilt where the rest of us want to see them in stocks have tomatoes thrown at their heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Interesting, dude. Definitely, interesting. definitely not reading the room. <laughs> what do you think? I, well, you know. I don't think yeah. it's good. Um, that it actually, I think that they've shown their colours by answering the first time, and I think that they're repeatedly showing their colours. Uh, each time they change and you know retract what they say to change it to suit something else, because now what they're doing is they've made it like blatantly obvious that they're trying to appease everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah. and place, and so. backtrack where. It's clearly not what they like care about, and they've proven that. And it sort of just goes. I actually think by doing that, it makes them look worse than just doing the books. If they turn around, as much as it's such a bad look that they were going to do it in the first place, they were honest and they said it. And at the end of the day, you couldn't fault them for making a dollar. You know, you go look. To be fair. They say it how it is. They're being straightforward and transparent. We're doing this. Um, and you go, I guess it's their business. They can do what they want. Yeah. But when they've turned around and they're going like, oh, you know, and saying all that, it's like, well, you, you're being like disingenuous now. And I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I just yeah. think the mar the market's fucking perfect now for uh, uh, another competitor to come in and, you know, act with integrity and 
professionalism mm-hmm. and do the th- the right thing the right way. Yeah. Um, yep. And also forget and a lot a of call forget... for <laughs> that's a call for all of our great home. Grail hunters, people to support us in our new business venture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where our ad goes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right. exactly right. that. So that's that's Sorry. CGC. What about CBCS uh, and their dodgy dealings, sending fucking books to people's houses? Ah, uh, look, look. I think, yeah, I think that that is just like I said, fake. I think we discussed. I think it's fake until you make it gone bad, because yeah, the they already had a All bad rape, and this just killed it, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you I think mean, they'll be around in gonna... five years? Do you think people will forgive and forget? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think that they've uh, put enough skin in the game, good or bad, that they've made that name for themselves, yeah. that you have people that feel burnt by them and not like their business practices, yeah. but they'll be here. Um, if you just think the P- same as... If you think PGX, yeah. PGX got... PGX venue, we haven't even spoken about PGX. So they oh, were we accused, they, they're the third biggest American grader. They were accused mm. of swapping books during grading. So you send a near mint book and they grade you an eight, but they actually replace your book with an eight and give somebody else the mm. I don't know. I, I don't even know the whole story. So I'm not going to accuse them of something. But there, there were accusations and the stigma stayed with them forever. 12 years later, people still joke about them and they don't know why anymore. It's, it's mm-hmm. an experiment of the put a monkey in there and if it touches the food, you beat the monkey and then you take the food away yeah. type of thing. And it's, People are angry, angry at mocking though. PGX for, for no reason. They're not sure why. And everybody yeah. puts CGC on this fucking pedestal saying, if you grade this comic, say this comic, right? That I've got yeah. in mind. I've got Amazing Fantasy 15 in mind. Well, it's a reprint. <laughs> um, is that with Dan? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not Dan Slot. He's not counting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this yeah. is the Steve Ditko. Anyway, so... Um, yeah. If I grade this comic as CGC, it'll demand a premium because it's CGC. So CGC could be 120. If CBCS gives it the same grade in 9.8, it might be 100 because it's only CBCS. So people put a value on CGC's integrity to grade a book, whereas CBCS was a bit more conservative, constru- uh, yeah, conservative yeah, yeah, evaluation. Yeah. Same as with uh-huh. Halo, like in, especially international people who don't understand Halo would be like, oh, we don't know what it is. Um, so that considered the fact that you know cgc was recognized cbcs was a recognized company and cpgx was a no no fucking confidence vote do you mm-hmm. think cbcs is going to be the no confidence vote in five years that's that's what i'm thinking like i i don't know if they're going to recover from this because the blowout's going to be people are going to be angry at them for fucking up and exposing their inner workings um, yeah. and, tr- and the trust will be lost. Yeah, yeah. So beyond yeah, Sam McDonald, it's, it's certainly, I don't think it's going to keep going. Yeah, it cert- certainly has had the the curtain pulled on them, and you know, and and just see the the little the little old man working behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Competition competition breeds, you know. Um. Uh, all all of all of the 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 things that you want in a company, though. So I don't think it'd be nice to think that you know are they going to thrive as a as a, as a monopoly if you see all of the other competitors drop away. Yeah, but the thing is, when you when need you're a, talking that's about what I say, you need a competitor, right? You need yeah, you need somebody yeah, but to if keep them honest, if it, but yeah, you do, you do, but they're also applying a standard, 
if they've got the discipline to rigorously apply a standard within their own organisation, um, then then they could very well have the monopoly going forth and be the gold standard. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I think that, that that type of sort of that entropy sets in when there's not those um, evolutionary forces of having a really good competitor um, nipping at your heels, you know? Yeah. Um, so you, you, mm. you guys have watched um, The Boys, right, to the end of season three? Mm-hmm. All right. I have you, haven't, uh, not yet. No. Oh, too fucking bad. I'm going to spoil you, Mike. Uh, how so, the fuck so, have you not... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's too busy yeah. twitching. Anyway. So yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> you remember when um, Homelander is at that parade thing and he blasts the guy's head off and he's like... Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. And everybody starts and then, cheering him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yep. oh, they like yeah. me for being this yeah, cat, yeah. right? I think yeah, that's yeah. CGC's become that company where yeah, yeah. You know, they can fuck up and people are like, oh, it's still CGC, CGC. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, showed, it shows in the fact that they've become so arrogant that they think they could get away with screwing their customer base over. CBCS, they're yeah, not but quite I think, there, I think, but CBCS yeah. is just failing, yeah. imploding yeah. from inside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. They're self-destructing, for sure. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that we've almost been groomed to accept uh, the large cock in our ass. Um, you know, yep. In, yep. in in every aspect of life, um, and and we we expect it, and we almost demand it, and we kind of feel let down. Well, we're not so, being fucked. Where's my cock? My cock? Yeah, <laughs> we're not being fucked over by a big corporation. There's something wrong with the world. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and maybe maybe that they they're just that corporation, and um, and uh, they can sort of just get away with what they get away with because of that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's uh, man, we could really do a deep dive into the psychology of like yeah. the relationship between big corporation and the the little guy like us, and 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 you know um, how we are like literally we're, we're groomed to accept these things and and, and appreciate um, it sometimes and appreciate it, yeah, 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 get the dick up the ass and say thank you very much yeah. for it. Yeah, you thanks know? so much for only taking mm. ten months after taking money ten months ago to give my book back to me. I really, yeah, appreciate it. yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, no, but, that's good. but you know, until until you have like uh, you know a competitor that is completely focused on 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 customer satisfaction and stuff like that, then yeah. And the, yeah. the thing is, once do did does something evolve to the size where the type of capital it will take to uh, to compete with them is just you know it's mind blowing. Yeah. I don't know because like yeah. who's going to say, oh yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're you gonna can't start organically up. scale from a startup, right? No, 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 no. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It's it's like uh you know it's an ecosystem that you've got to be in for a long what, time to compete. What, can yeah. I t- can I tell you where I think? This could go, and mm. I could be completely wrong. I could be a fucking genius. If you think mm. about the the advent of streaming, there was Netflix and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Netflix was an independent facilitator outside of Sony Universal, fucking mm. blah blah blah. They were just saying, "Give us your shit, mm. we'll, we'll stream it." Right, and then all these companies are like, "Why are we giving Netflix our shit when we can make our own money?" So Paramount, yeah went off, Amazon went off, Disney went mm. off, HBO, blah, 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 blah. What I'm thinking is going to happen is 
Marvel's gonna Marvel. be like, yeah, Marvel's gonna we'll, be like, we'll grade our iconics. We'll gra- we yeah. produce them. We'll grade them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we are the authority yep. to tell you who mm. and what is authentic from a Marvel yep. perspective. We can yep. grade your comic before it leaves our fucking printing machine. We can grade yep. it before it goes to a comic shop. So if you yep. want to play Marvel for this book that comes mm. out in September, hundred bucks yep. now, you can get it in yep. September in nine point eight with yep. a Marvel yep. label one. And yep. that's going to make fucking Halo. And all it will take is for us to rock yeah. up, to rock up to Marvel and give them that pitch. All right, we can and, turn this. And four <laughs> years, four years later, DC will do it and say it's their idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. No, but I think you did right, man. I think you are. I think that 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 because uh, Marvel's the same got way all that... the creators, right? Marvel's got yeah. the fucking creators there every day. At well, the you look at why okay, do you want if to you look at something to a third party. If you look at something that has uh, a simile, if you like, um, would be the way that uh, Ferrari has. There's, there's all sorts of people that, that like restore Ferraris around the world. Yeah. But if you want the the legit thing that gets top dollar, you send your you know your your 1975 GTO or whatever it is back to Ferrari itself, and they yeah. will do the restoration. Yeah. And yeah. it's 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 this genuine restoration. You could even say that any 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 um, restoration of yeah. old comic books done by Marvel is yeah. authentic as well, couldn't yeah. you? Absolutely. I guess you could. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, and at the end of the day, CGC will be sucking the eighth little teat off a cow for mm. independent and small publishers who don't do their own books. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. And well, uh, get um, get Marvel on the phone. <laughs> we'll talk to right. next week. One three hundred Marvel. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> yes. about that next week. <laughs> yes. I think I think right. that's the way the world's going and. Like you can do the sales pitch to them, but they'll just take your idea and say, "No thanks, we'll do it ourselves." Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll do it ourselves. Or you'll get yeah. that that message about, as a matter of fact, we've been developing this in house for the past two days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, good chats as always, good, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good session. All right. Have a good uh, well, one. Mike's we'll, on. We'll Mike's see. on fucking mute for some reason. He's muted himself. Yeah. So, oh, goodbye, Mike. But uh, we might. I don't <laughs> know if we will depart. Are we? Um, are we going to do uh, BendyCon? Oh uh, yeah, our legions yeah. of, of fans could come up to BendyCon and see us there. Yeah, um, so that is the fifteenth, sixteenth of September. I'll double check the date, but yeah, we'll be doing a BendyCon. No, it's later no. than that. I'm sure it's later than that. Have a look. Eighteenth. It's later than that. All right. Is it the eighteenth? We've got two minutes. Let's check if okay, we have. T- I'm giving you one minute. BendyCon. Ben. It's- it's it's potties. Bendy. It's potties. Benigon twenty twenty two. Eighteenth of September, ten AM. Wonderful. Yeah. Podcast slash panel on stage. Um yep. beer in the parking lot. Boom. Yes. <laughs> I'll I'll and... see. I have to see if I can do it. I'm literally doing a twenty four hour stream the day before. That's all right. We'll the, we'll bring the other one. We'll call him Mike. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. We'll feed right. Mike some some amphetamines, and then we'll go gold. <laughs> we'll go gold hunting in the uh, fields. <laughs> the gold hunting because you hunt gold. <laughs> gold oh, hunting in uh yeah yeah in uh in and around Bendigo after we've done our panel. So all right. cool, man. All right. Have a good day, guys. No worries, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye.